coming to you from my basement in beautiful Chicago. I am your host, Amanda Costner. This is LesCast. We got a fun episode for you today. We're ranking every character from the L Word Generation Q. Of course, season three is coming up November 18th. So make sure you're subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts so you'll stay up to date with all the recaps I have coming your way. I want to welcome uh, my guests who uh, honestly are probably too big to be on this live stream with me, but they're really nice. So, uh, <laughs> Maybe have a look. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have famous author and YouTuber Evelyn Dar. Uh, if you want some real rankings, go to Evelyn's channel. That's where the best lesbian rankings are. Uh, I don't know about the famous, but um, I <laughs> infamous, I am, <laughs> infamous. Yeah, I, I have, I have a YouTube channel. That, that's it. That's about it. That that's my qualification. <laughs> okay. Um. Also, welcome to the stream. Famous L word expert. Also, <laughs> famous Colts expert Ash Silver. Hi everyone. Thanks for having me. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, if you're a fan of Evelyn and Ash, let's see some rainbows going. Uh, I think we got quite a few fans in the chat. Uh, also, what's up to everyone in the chat? Uh, thanks for joining. Patron Lori, we got Becky, Christine. Uh, we got, uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'm sure more to join soon. And of course, we are here today to uh, discuss this yahoo.com ranking of all the gen q characters um you know, they didn't really rank all of them uh, like right at the top i'm gonna say like they could have ranked Pe pippa but she was left off the list and i don't necessarily know why uh i know they can't do everyone like fortune feimster that would have been pointless but uh, pretty much besides pippa we get all of the like characters with significant screen time ranked yeah that's, that's weird you think because, like, she was in a lot of episodes in season two, and, and she was, like, the main character's love interest, too, so. Yeah, I was um, I was disappointed to not see her. I, I don't know if it's racism. Is Ro Rosie's in it? Rosie, well. <laughs> uh, Ro Rosie's kind of on the list. Yeah. We'll, uh... I didn't look, because I was like, oh, I, I don't want <laughs> to. We'll get to Rosie. Um, I, let me go ahead and share like what the article looks like for Oh, yeah, headline. I actually don't know who wrote this. It's just a lesbian blogger. <laughs> Nameless, by the time we get to uh, this list, oh, thanks for the super, Lori. By the time we get to this uh, through this list, I think maybe uh, it was on purpose that she doesn't. <laughs> Tell Always us. the nameless and faceless that are the trouble. <laughs> yes, that is true. <laughs> Speaking from experience, I have no face. But Rosie G and BB, I don't have a face. She was she was worried because she can't see me. No one can see me, Rosie. I don't have a face. Evelyn's just I'm a sorry. voice now. You're in the Matrix, aren't you? You're just She's a mystery. Plugged in. I'm in a um, and of course, I want to discuss how all of this will play into season three and any basically anything we want to talk about related to Gen Q. So uh, we got a lot going on. And yeah, make sure you follow Evelyn and Ash if you aren't already. 
Uh, okay, let's go ahead and jump in here. This this list is ranked from worst to best. Uh, so uh, the this blogger decided who is the worst character on Gen Q, and then all the way to who is the best. Uh, so let's go ahead and get this started. Up uh, the bottom of our list, number fourteen is Finley. Ooh. <laughs> sorry sorry um in like evan and i we were discussing this a little earlier the list does not have a lot of like reasonings why she chose to rank these people but i see like a very all caps why must you be how you are <laughs> <laughs> um i don't know what do you what do you two think is does fenley deserve to be at the bottom i'm gonna put in a poll as well Ooh, um, no. I, I like I actually do like Finley. Yeah, no, I I like Finley too. Well, so you know, I, you know what I'll I'll say. I actually think this is not controversial based on comments. I don't think a lot of people like Finley. Like, yeah, honestly, I agree. I love Finley, but I think I'm in the minority. Um, you'll have to see what the poll does. Like, but I would, yeah, uh, guess you're right. What? Why do you love Finley? She's, she's like this little puppy that's like not too bright, but it's really, really cute. And she's, she has just like this sad girl energy, you know, cause she's got some kind of trauma. We don't know about it. I doubt we'll mm-hmm. ever find out because. Oh, I have a story about backstory. That. What is that? Um, but so she has <laughs> this like trauma and, you know, and so she's like, and I think that's probably fuels part of, you know, her alcoholism, but she's just, she's. I think she just has a good heart and she's kind of a screw up, but she doesn't want to be, you know what I mean? And she's a good friend. Like she's very, she's the kind of person that I think would just drop everything for her friends if they needed her. Yeah. Um, unlike Danny, who's everybody's favorite, but I digress. Um, okay. But was she a good friend to Danny? She wasn't really, yeah. was she really Danny's friend though? I feel like she was more Sophie's friend because her and Sophie's were like besties and her and Danny, cause Danny's so, Danny and Finley are almost opposites. So even though they were in the group, I don't think she and Danny were like, things were always kind of tense between them, even before, like not tense, but just like, I don't think they were. I know what you mean. Like the bet, like the best friend who doesn't necessarily super get on with the partner, but it's like, right. Yeah. That's the, so I don't, I didn't really, I guess I didn't consider Finley Danny's friend. Um, anyway like okay is she a good friend to sophie she's a sweet person i think yeah i agree i i really do like finley and i i just uh, think the same thing like i think she's a really seems to be a nice person like okay like she has her issues too and i do really like the kind of angle they were attempting to do but didn't really do which was this person who comes from like this conservative background and has this like, you know, thing with religion and stuff. And very quick story time is that last year at the end, well, it was like mid season showtime approached me and asked to do something with me for national coming out day, which was the day the finale came out. And so if you go to like showtime's YouTube channel, now there's a, a video where on national coming out day I told my coming out story and it was like in partnership with them and when they approached me they said 
oh, okay, this is going to be one of um, four videos that we're going to put out for National Coming Out Day. And all of the other videos are going to be characters from the show having the character tell their like coming out slash backstory, like who they are, where they came from. And it was going to be Micah, Finley and Gigi. And they, by the time they approached me, like these were already shot. They already have them somewhere. But then for some mysterious reason, they never released them. And they just put together this really awful, like one video that just clipped together scenes of, of people like talking about, like it was, it was one of Angie and Tina from season one. And like, I was really excited about it, especially Gigi. Cause I was like, yes. And, and I really, really liked the Finley angle at that. <clears throat> sorry at that time did, did you get to see part of that or like no they no. they told me like loosely but they said because whenever they do like all the you know promotional pictures and the thing like the thing last year where they all walked around um behind the scenes they do all that like over a day and everything is and it's usually a day that they're filming because they're already like have gone through the works and they have like the poker scene, the poker episode, they had all those pictures where they're in the red and the orange and they're sitting, like the ones they used last season. So they must exist somewhere, but. <laughs> well, um, I agree with both of you as far as like the interesting stuff I wish they would have pursued with Finley. Like, I, I don't know that we're going to get that and it would have been great if we did. I also agree with the 76% of people voting in the poll that are no. like, um actually i think the poll what was the poll let me see it was oh so actually everybody in in this group most for the most part 74 percent believe she does not deserve to be at the bottom of the list good um i'm gonna go ahead and be in the minority uh i don't know you think finley's the worst wait you think finley's the worst no i don't think she deserves to be at the very bottom but I know why she's there. Like, oh well, yeah. I mean, if you go to like an Elward themed, you know, chat or discussion or something, like people hate Fenley. Like, not this group we have here. Not in the chat. They're saying she's like a puppy, and and how can you hate a puppy? But I mean, I I don't find Fenley likable either. To be honest, really, really? you don't think she's likable? That's so bizarre. I think she's likable in season one. And she's like the goofy, lighthearted comedic relief of the young people. And I and I I've been trying to re I've been like rewatching season one and there is a lot that I God miss. bless you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> I feel like in season two, I think with Finley and Sophie, there was some character assassination that happened. Specifically mm -hmm. with Sophie. We'll we'll get to Sophie. But I think season two they effed up her storyline. Yeah, I mean, and I, I think one family is towards the top of the list. Contributed maybe. to people disliking her so much. Hmm? Mm -hmm. They gave her like a villain edit. I mean, that opening episode where she is that, or maybe it's the second. I don't. I can't remember which episode it is. One or two of season two, where she interrupts the wedding. Like, yeah, that's straight up villain. And and to me, it's more villainous that she doesn't realize she's doing this like really dramatic thing. She seems mm -hmm. to be like. Oh, hey, dudes. So, like, I uh, know there's like a wedding going on, but like, uh, I'm totally in love with Sophie and like, I think she loves me back. Mic drop. You know? Yeah, I, I don't, I just can't imagine not, not liking her. But also, I, I know this is like 
Finley and the character and all that, but like Jack Tobani is like the nicest person in the world too. So I maybe there's a little bit of that like crossing in my mind. As You're well. a little biased there. <gasps> yeah, a little so biased. Nice. That's a, that's okay. <laughs> uh, well, maybe the as the chat said, maybe you know the rehab will take and we'll see less of a villainous edit in season three. Yeah. Maybe they will explore her background. I don't think so. <laughs> Listen, there's things I hope for and there's things I know I'm not going to get. Huh? Mm-hmm. Backstory is a ship I I know has sailed. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the 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 poll agrees with you too. Um, that she, I, I agree with that too. She doesn't deserve to be 14. That's way, you know, last is pretty extreme. Uh, let's, let's go on to... Uh, number 13 Mm-mm. who i think these two probably have a lot to do with each other i'm gonna go ahead and say and it's sophie and the author's like it was tough to decide who stunk more finley or sophie damn i oh, think what you two said about it being related to the cheating stuff i think that's where a lot of people fell off with the the Sophie but and Finley. Also, everyone on the L word. <laughs> yeah, I do feel like in season one. I, okay, look, I understand the dislike in season two because again, I, I think they just season two. Mm, we're not gonna talk about that. But in season one, at least in my comment section, people were hating on Finley and Sophie even then. And yeah, I didn't understand that either because I'm like, this is the L word. I, did you think everybody was just gonna be like happy and have like lovely relationships with no like that's what they do so i didn't understand i feel like they got a disproportionate amount of hate for doing what other characters in the original show did a lot and didn't get hate for mm-hmm. you think their cheating was the same as the other cheating stuff though because like it was like with each other in the group i like, don't understand <laughs> what you like okay mm-hmm. bet cheats in see in the initial cheating is with um i forgot and her name wife of seven years who had a miscarriage that's way worse okay but if bet cheats on tina with shane we don't view them the same for like the rest of the show i in my opinion so you're mm-hmm. trying to say that because there th- this was a character and this wasn't like an outside character like candace wasn't um you know she wasn't part of the group so you're saying because finley is part of the group it's worse is that what you're saying yes and that's why we cheered when dana and alice got together because who dana was cheating on was some like yeah tanya is like some side character that's not part of the group and we're like great she's the worst you know nobody thinks danny's the worst like i think danny's the worst i fucking hate danny (laughs) Sorry. Really? Sorry. Sorry. Okay. So hot take. Hot so take. Sorry. Sorry. I know that's literally the most unpopular opinion I could possibly have, but it, it is what it is. <laughs> Joanne is reminding Danny. us of who all cheated. Yes. A lot of people cheated. I wouldn't say everyone to say who didn't. Yeah. It, it's, it's definitely a shorter. Leap. I mean, I, I, I get what you're saying. I don't. I don't agree. I, I guess I just feel like if you cheat, you cheat. I guess mm-hmm. I don't differentiate within the group because, especially because we barely knew this group before the cheating started. Like we, like yeah. I, we didn't really know them that well, and then the cheating started. So I don't. I didn't really feel any sort of loyalty to them. I'll be honest. I see what you're saying. I think that's why the fans reacted the way they did. But I know I could you be wrong because they felt like it was the group thing. 
Yeah, I th- I was like prepared for the Gen Q group to like be a new fun group the way the OG one was. I was like pretty disappointed when I realized like, oh, this is not. And you two probably weren't disappointed if you didn't even view Finley as like a friend of Danny's. Um, so maybe that was yeah, like. I didn't think they were. I just saw that differently. Mm. That's, yeah, that's possible. I get. I I guess I just I never even would have had that thought because like everyone said I I was still looking at them as like very new because I did hadn't got to know them so it, it, I don't mm-hmm. think I even like equated the fact that she was she was in the group I was just looking at it as like cheating more because it's kind of like people always go you know someone's someone's cheating on someone uh with like another woman at work or whatever i saw it in one of those stupid facebook groups the other day someone's like oh my husband's like texting this other woman at work and they've slept together and this and that and it's like that's on your husband's like and this woman wanted to go after the other woman and it's like yeah okay they're not the greatest if they know that you exist and you have a, the person has a wife and kids but like that's on the person who's in the relationship really you're right, you're right. Yeah. Let me let me let me be controversial cuz you know I love That's drama. you. <laughs> um so do you guys and this is for chat too. Do you think that if Sophie and Finley um were more how do I want to word this? were more feminine both of them and more of the conventionally attractive femme lesbians do you think they will be getting as much hate as they've gotten absolutely not no that's it you don't think so ash what, what about no. you amanda because you, you um, think it's the you think it's the buddy thing I, which it very well look it very well, well could be i'm glad you I'm asked just, this because it was just a question i'm just curious no I'm yeah curious. i was just gonna ask you what you think it is if it's not that and so I cannot sit here and pretend that that kind of stuff doesn't matter. Like Gigi's mm-hmm. the favorite, partly because she's like, she's, she's like ridiculously, yeah, mind blowingly <laughs> hot. Yeah, it, it's ridiculous how attractive Gigi is. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make any fucking sense. But I also think there's like all these other great qualities about the character of Gigi, and I'm like, oh, oh yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. It's not just that. Yeah, it's you not know? just that, but that I mean, it doesn't hurt. But that helps. Like, Gigi, yeah, Gigi's a good character, honestly. Like overall anyway we'll get to Gigi (laughs) (laughs) yeah to answer your question of course of course they wouldn't be getting as much hate if they were two femme looking uh lesbians I think they're lesbians on the show um and and I also think a lot of it is on me because like I said when I've been re-watching I think they had this in mind from like the get-go because in the opening episode when Sophie and Danny are hooking up Finley and Micah just like burst in just like no boundaries and Finley is sort of constantly wanting to hang out with Sophie and Mm -hmm. so I think that's something that I just missed it was just too subtle for my like right no cat you know whatever you want to call it not looking deep enough eyes yeah yeah it will definitely I mean the way the way they they write them I'm sure they were well the L word's not really known for like subtlety or like they sometimes have an idea that exists in an episode and it's like there's no sort of planning but then there's no like follow up after with things but i do i do think that they were focusing on because i do think that in the beginning they wanted to maybe not have like Danny and Sophie be like the the Bettina 
because I I just I don't think I think they knew they couldn't possibly recreate that but I do think that they wanted to have Sophie be like the bet like the even though they're all main cast members like the lead lead and I just think that the kind of audience reaction didn't go like didn't work so they had to kind of reevaluate like what they were doing do you think season two then they were like okay we're gonna have danny be the bet but i don't know she was kind of bet-esque in season one too i think they well not a lot of people know this but when so when they originally gave the order for gen q they they did say oh we want 10 episodes but because marsha's wife had just had a kid she said no can we do eight but they did give them two seasons there was never any you know, is season two going to happen? They ordered two seasons from the get-go, but they didn't obviously tell the public that. And I think that they they realized after season one, like, this isn't working the way we want it to. Because even think about the the cliffhanger and all that stuff, they hadn't even really decided what was going to happen. And that was the same way with the Batantina one. Like, they didn't, this is the thing that kind of frustrates me about the show is that there's no overarching this is where we want this character to be in five years ideally or even have a season arc of like we're doing all this to get here and I'm not saying they have to have every single thing mapped out but it's just they just go from episode to episode and it's why season two if you watch season two episode one and season two episode ten they should be the beginning and the end of of a book but they're absolutely not and I think that maybe after season two they've really been like okay this didn't work the way we want it to with the newbies and we're going all in on the OGs as like the main main and then maybe even though they're all still main cast the newbies going around but I think with season two they were still trying to make that work and they were just changing well maybe like tweaking things in hopes that it would still work but sophie and finley just for majority of the audience it doesn't Hmm. yeah the chat's saying like oh if sophie was supposed to have some sort of a lead role they didn't think she could carry the show um, yeah, I think overall, as Evelyn said, Sophie and Fenley were assassinated in season two, uh, character-wise. And I, I, as with Fenley, I hope with Sophie we explore things. I don't know. Do you do you two think we're just going to get, it's just going to be the Sophie and Fenley relationship for the two, their two characters, and that's like their season three? I think um, that no. we'll get it in the beginning and then... I don't think anyone who's together in season two will be together by the end of season. Yeah. They show Sophie in the trailer, like looking pretty down at the bar and like, I mean, if they they do what, like if if the relationship is going to be similar to the way it was in season two, then no, I don't, I don't want to see that. (laughs) That's not, no, I hope not. If that's the case. Uh, Somebody in the chat thought Sophie, uh, maybe it was um, Lori uh, said that Sophie is an enabler. Do you all think Sophie enabled Finley with the drinking? Yeah, because 
when well like not I guess not like actively like she wasn't like buying her alcohol and stuff but there was a lot of like I think just her not saying anything because she didn't want to rock the boat and then there was a couple of other things like I think it's episode seven or eight the driving one yeah where where she gets to see but like when they're at Alice's party they've obviously been at the party like going around talking to all those people and that's when Sophie's like oh Finley is like fitting in and people like her but like she's been drinking all night and then halfway or the end of the night she's like you're drinking and it's like yes (laughs) it's been happening all night like why are you (laughs) presenting this as if it's new information I I think that I think the Sophie's alcoholism storyline was poorly done so I think it's kind of uh Finley I think it's hard to say if Sophie if Sophie is an enabler just because the whole the storyline was just poorly done in my opinion like it just wasn't very good so I don't know I don't know. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Okay, let's let's move on from these two. <laughs> Maybe it'll be a little more, uh, a little less sad. Uh, let's go to the next person in our list. And I know this is going to make a lot of people angry. Uh, so uh, here we go. Number 12. Oh. Not only, not only is Tina 12 on this list, um, she is referred Sorry. to as News Tina and also Tuna. But, but she's called Tuna because she stinks, apparently, according to <laughs> this. Jesus. Wow. Wow. Dang. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, Sherry, I, I hear you. WTF. Oh, my God. The next line. What does it say? Um... Barely more than a prop this season. But well, I you, know am- what, though? you know what, though? That's not not wrong. I'll be honest. Like, like no, the, not the tuna and the snooze Tina part. But <laughs> she wasn't in she wasn't in the show. I'd, she wasn't in the show very much. So they're not wrong. But I don't think that means she's bad. She just wasn't in the show very much. I agree that she was kind yeah. of a prop for Carrie and Bet, maybe. Like for those char- characters to have more. Uh, compelling storylines what is tina on her own's compelling storyline yeah mean, she doesn't it. really not not in gen q she doesn't have one yet if, if she ever gets one you know they always i mean they always kind of did that to tina like they they took from like they made her more of like if you look at like traditional television or even traditional movies and you have like the main male character and his mm-hmm. wife and his wife is just like, but I, the thing that in, in what, again annoys me a little bit about uh, Gen Q and the whole OGs, Bet and Tina thing, we had Laurel Holloman who very kindly has come back to the show who doesn't have to by any means. And she came back for two episodes out of eight and then half of the episodes last season and they didn't have Bet, Alice, Shane, and Tina together until the ninth episode of the season. And they had all this rubbish with like Carrie and doing these things and therapy and all of that. And it's just, it, it, it was really frustrating because that's not the uh, most of the audience, even people who were not like, the age to watch the L word when it, when it was on last time 
but people who maybe now are like 24 and they've gone back and watched the OG, all those people, majority of the audience, 90% love the original characters and that's what they're there for. And yeah, okay, like a lot of people love Gigi and stuff and, and I think Gigi could carry the show herself, but I am super invested in the originals and having to wait all that time to have like these little, it just seems like such, such a waste when I'm not saying you have to listen to your audience for everything, but it's just it's just crazy to me to to have like what everybody wants right there and then to to just fill it with or like have these characters like not interacting or doing what you want. Yeah, do you think that COVID had anything to do with that or is that just like poor planning? No, I mean they they really waited for the filming and also they um they cross shot so they were like doing the like multiple episodes at a time it was all like severely severely mapped out and if anything covid should have helped been made it easier for them to do that because they couldn't have as many guest stars and nobody nobody was even allowed on the set who wasn't involved with the show until this when I went they told me I was the first person to come on set that wasn't involved with the show and they even have like fewer guest stars last season they hardly had any and it was like they purposely went out of their way to not have them well they did not have Mm. them interacting because yeah really poor decision (laughs) Yeah, that would have been really fun to see that more often. Um, Evelyn, where would you put Tina on your list? I'm, I'll be honest, I'm pretty neutral on Tina. If we're, if we're going exclusively by Gen Q, I'm, I'm neutral on her. Like she just, she, she wasn't there enough to, for, to me, for me to be like, go Tina or bad Tina. Like she, what, you said two episodes? Was that it? In season one, yeah. Season one. Okay, so she was in season two more. I don't, I mean, I'm neutral on Tina and Gen Q. Like, so. I so mean, you put her in the middle, middle, maybe? Yeah, I'll put her in the middle because, you know. But I mean, I don't think she should be as, like someone in the chat said, <laughs> someone in the chat's like, Tina's lower than uh, Nat. And I agree, <laughs> I agree so hard with that statement. Uh, someone also questioned whether the um, author of this article uh, watched the show. <laughs> yeah you know they might not have watched the og i believe i can believe that like they I was, might not have yeah. The yeah i believe that too because this article is like pretty low effort so <laughs> i'm gonna start um, a poll did the author watch the show right honestly that that's the way it is with that's why it's frustrating with so many l word things even like the interviews publicity anything they get these people who've never seen the show, so they ask these stupid generic questions like, oh, did you have to kiss a woman? And and Or things like, what's, you know, oh, how does it feel to go back to the show? And if you instead had people that actually, I don't know, go on, go on a lesbian podcast or something to, to actually speak to people who've watched the show, and it was like that um, LA Times article last year when the show finished for the season that they clearly hadn't watched the show from, or they'd watched like two episodes from what they were bitching about. 
Yeah, I can imagine if, if I was like some ra- random like non fan of the show, and I was like gonna make like f- you know fifty dollars or something, I would not watch hour long episodes. So it seems plausible, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, okay, let's get through to our next person on the list, um, who I think maybe people will be a little less uh, up in arms about. I am up in arms. <laughs> already really uh number 11 nat explain evelyn oh why why um i first of all i feel like she should be higher which means lower right okay um that's so confusing but (laughs) yeah when when i say lower on the list i mean towards the bottom okay and then higher like they're more likable than the author okay so yeah i feel like nat should be lower um and you know, I've I've I did not like Nat first off. Like I, I didn't I didn't care for Nat, and I wasn't really sure why. But I think the reason I don't care for Nat has is because of Alice. Because Alice is my favorite character. Period. End of like it's Alice. Like there is nobody I like more than Alice on this show. And so I think the reason I'm not a Nat fan is because I just don't think she is good enough for Alice. Like, I don't think she deserves Alice. And I didn't like the way that she was with Alice. So it's less her personality and just like, I love Alice (laughs) is what it is. Um, I think that's absolutely what it is for most fans. Uh, I think Alice is a favorite fan favorite for a lot of us. And as the blog article kind of, or the blog author kind of like nailed it when she was like, stop hurting Alice, you know? I think that was Yeah, I guess so I guess maybe I agree with her. I didn't read what does that say? Nat you'd fight for Alice, but Yeah, I actually okay, I'll agree with that. Um okay. I like Nat. You like Nat? Yeah. What do you like about Nat, Ash? I just think that she's like well, I I really like um the throuple scene from the the what? The okay, so name scene. something that's not sex <laughs> that you, um, that you, well, that you like, like about name. Nat I, I like Gigi and that, but I just like the way like she's not really some. I mean, I really hated the the all of a sudden she wants to have thruples and whatever else was going on, but I I just like the way she was like not. I mean, like she's really pretty and all that, but like she wasn't some psychodrama i mean she was a bit boring for alice but i still do like nat like i just think that she oh, was my like- favorite part of nat was the thruple and the polyamory and like i don't like how she was like messing with alice's head but yeah. i found the thruple extremely compelling for me um probably because nat's not like as you said what did you say she's not a psycho whatever like i kind of want her yeah. to be a psycho <laughs> i don't know and i i I just, I mean, like her and her and Gigi too, and I mean, I do. I I let also my kind of feelings about about the the actor like get get in there sometimes. No, and I, yeah, I get it. Stephanie, Stephanie Allen, Allen. Is, yeah, yeah. I do. I, I yeah, Tig's wife. Tig's cool. We love Tig Nataro. Yeah, I do do think that it's gonna be. And she's tough. in a new show reboot too. By the way, she's good in that. Say that again. Sorry, let me let me stop interrupting you. No, what 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 show did you say? Uh, reboot is this show on Hulu? Oh She's yeah, I just started watching has, that. Yeah. 
she, she plays uh, a lesbian also, but she's not like she's literally in like two episodes. But you oh, know. Stephanie only... Allen or Tig? Yeah, Stephanie Allen. Oh, okay. I'm only on the second episode, but it's good. It's good. Oh, I love reboot. Yeah, it's funny, mm-hmm. but I, I think that it's going to be tough for for Stephanie when obviously that I mean even in the trailer it shows what's what angle that is going. Yeah, people are not going to like uh, what happens in season three with the uh, with Nat. So Nat might be even further down on the list after this season. Yeah. Why is she still on the show? I mean, if she's not with Alice, she's, and she's not with Gigi. Gigi. Well, that's what did, she's did coming she back. Did she start getting her own storyline, and I wasn't paying attention? No, no, she's been gone, but she's coming back for the. Oh, okay. Gigi for well for Gigi basically. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Okay. She's she's coming back to repeat the storyline they kind of created in season one, which is that like her oh. and Gigi belong together. Oh. Which totally doesn't make sense to me. And you know, maybe I am jealous of Nat a little bit because I mean she had Gigi and Alice. Like, excuse me. <laughs> like, mm. yeah, Sorry. Nat's like got skills. How is she I mean, like she got something? Because um, like, how are you attracting these women? But you know what? That's just my jealousy talking. okay let's go to our next uh person on the list this is uh, i was like dumbfounded by what the author said number 10 and uh, let me just read this blurb the author wrote i call her rosie's character because i can never remember her name jesus karen carly carrie i think it's carrie anyway rosie's character makes me feel sad in my stomach and i don't hate her but i have other people that i care about more you know i will say that i appreciate her kindness and i love to see rosie as a full-blown gay on tv but also um oh but at the end she says but also my life could go on without carla so People that's will do anything like, for clout these days. I swear. That's what the chat was saying that the author was disgusting. just like trying to be controversial. Disgustingly rude. Like I, I find that so. Like things like that, like really, really annoy me because it's just like I am so important that I can. I mean, it's obviously it's like an attention thing because you can Google. Like it takes one second to Google that and. But nah, there are she, people she was that, being cute. She was being cute, you know. I, it, just, <laughs> it just annoys me. I think it looks rude, and even I mean, it probably is like a like you said, like a choice. But people, there are people who will come in and be like, "What? What's the name of this? Or what's this? Or blah blah blah." It's like it took would have taken one second to Google, but yeah, you're writing an article. You have to yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, and also, I just thought it made no sense. Like, Carrie, I thought was very memorable, even though she's only in half the episodes from last year. So, or I don't know, maybe she's in more than half, but. Um, yeah, I mean, she had like a full, like, storyline. Yeah. Like, very memorable scenes, especially towards mm-hmm. the end when she was, like, mm-hmm. drink, starting drinking again. Um, yeah. Well, I look, I fully admit to having bias when it comes to Carrie, because I love Rosie O'Donnell. I I mean, I just do. I watched her show when I was growing up every single day after school. So maybe the reason I like Carrie so much is because I like Rosie so much. Um, But also Carrie also kind of has that thing that Finley has, that like sad puppy, sad girl vibe Mm -hmm. that you're just like, oh, poor thing. 
like 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 Carrie has that too so (laughs) oh really interesting that you see Carrie see to me I just see Carrie as like in the beginning Beth's you know adversary like Beth like Carrie can go toe-to-toe with Beth in a very funny way uh, per the talent of Rosie and then towards the end you know with the storyline maybe a little sad puppy with like Shane and Tess you know driving her home and stuff I I see what you're saying there actually now that I talked about one scene I felt so bad for her I was like oh I don't I don't remember anything more than that but I remember the scene just made me feel bad for her uh Nakia saying Carrie has more backstory than Tina it's kind of true does Tina have backstory they have never explained have they ever sorry what'd you say Evelyn uh nothing you can go (laughs) (laughs) um have they ever explained what happened with Bet and Tina like where what's been going on like why they divorced you mean the in between yeah the 10 years or whatever it was so my idea was that what they should do I've said this loads of times but in in the cold opens of season three, what I wanted them to do was to use the cold opens to go to the in-between times of the OG and Gen Q. So you could go back to like the last time Bet saw Kit, Alice and Tasha breaking up, what happened with Bet and Tina? Because then it's a good way to use or to be able to bring back like Rose Rollins and all these people, but Please. not having to think of like a Oh, we just bumped into her, or to do you like know Sherry what Daphne, I mean? Just and like, not, yeah, and not sidetrack the whole episode because you only have ten episodes. You still need to keep the stories moving. But with the Bat and Tina thing, no, basically Bat and Tina ended in season six. If if they still stay together from season one, and they Bat never cheated and they never split up, like you could buy that they just grew like we're still having a bad time and divorce but they like seriously went through back and forth back and forth the season three shit the season five shit like all of that and they worked on it they were in a really good place they were actually communicating with each other and then season six obviously ended and then boom in gen q they're split up i just think it was really again like poor planning and decision making because it just didn't make sense the way that they were laying it out to us and it and it still doesn't like we're just I actually find it harder to believe that like things that they've mentioned like Tina didn't go to Kit's funeral I'm like in what world would like Tina have a separate relationship with Kit too and I mean, I, I think that's a big issue mm-hmm. that everybody has is is the divorce because there was no, like, they just are like, oh, they got divorced. Like, it was there was no sort of explanation or anything, and we still haven't had that, which Do then... Do you think they know, though, Ash? Like, you know, you're kind of, like, inside the... the... I don't know about that. <laughs> you're, it's, you're the, you're in, the call's coming from inside Ash's house or something like that. <laughs> like, I'm trying to use that surely someone on the writers team surely like had some sort of like whiteboard with like okay this is what went on here's what we're working with this is or no they're just like we you know you would think i mean i have a whiteboard here that i can i can donate i have offered my time energy for free (laughs) 
the keeper of the timeline, the whatever. But it it's uh, honestly that is the same thing as I was saying before, is that having also spoken to the, all these people, the way that they they are they they didn't sit down and think, okay, this is. Bet and Tina are getting divorced, but that is because we want them to get back together in season three and we want to have this wedding and we want to have this and we want to have that. They're just moving from one episode to the next. And that is my major, major frustration. And now they're also doing things because of like people only being in a certain amount of episodes and people leaving and this and that. So they've drawn this story out for two years, well, it's really been in the real world, like three, four, uh, three and a half years. And now they're at the point where Bet and Tina have like been divorced and then they've moved forward a tiny bit to fighting and move forward a tiny bit over these three years. And then it's going to be like, okay, we moved this length in two seasons and in two episodes, we're going to move this <laughs> length. They're going to make the... The jump. Like literally, yeah. they're gonna be like, "Oh, okay, split up with with Carrie and Pippa, <laughs> get back together, and then by episode ten, it's gonna be like, and get married." <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Uh, all right. But well, I think I think people will for, forgive it because of the way that they're doing one, two, nine, and ten. Because obviously, I haven't seen them but from everything that I've heard and everything that I know people will love them yeah I mean I think they're giving us the one thing or they're giving the Tibbiters the one thing uh that will may possibly make up for it all I don't know I think it's it's hard to uh, make up for for like poor writing <laughs> like poor structure but we'll see we'll have fun with it this year <laughs> uh let's get to our next ranked person and this is interesting. The author has put Angie and Jordy into one slot together as if they, um, I don't know. Our I guess. Brain? Yeah. I, I, I kind of get it because they're kids and like, it's, it's always a little, you know, we, we don't talk about kid characters the same way we do adult characters, but also uh, to me, Angie is like for sure fully her own character and has plot lines outside of Jordy. I I don't talk I don't talk about the the kid characters at all. Maybe it's because Jordy doesn't have a plot outside of Angie, though. That's true. Like every oh, yeah. everything about Jordy is Angie. Like we've That's never so seen weird. Jordy. On her just own. Well, I mean, I guess I can understand it. I mean, you know, to, yeah, yeah. I also was a little confused by the Jordan Jordy Angie plot line because it was, very, it was very stupid. It like fizzled out, and then it was like they went to prom. It was so stupid. I hated everything about it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love you, I just, Evelyn. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I just, I, I, I can't even pretend like I like that storyline. Hello, makes me laugh. I mean, the storyline was fine, but the execution of it was horrible. Well, from what I saw in the trailer, uh, storyline over. Because Angie's having her, what did she call her? Her whole face or something? Face, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, okay. I think we're going to see an entire different uh, Angie this season. And did you I mean, see as long the... as she's 18. Like, well, she, she, she's, she's a baby, right? She's she in college okay. now, yeah. Because I don't know how old she is now, so. Okay. Yeah, I still don't really talk about, because she's so young, so. To, uh, if yeah. she, 
if Angie like intersects with like the adult storylines, I'll like mention her, but I would never you know, like I break things down by character and stuff. I would I would never talk about her. But if judging by the episode three um pictures that just came out, it looks like Angie might be getting with like her professor. It's the guy with the glasses in the trailer that's like at like the podium. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I, that's like I, a dark. I, I don't is there a new trailer out, or did I just not watch that one well? I probably didn't watch that one. Was the well. pictures? Oh right? no, it's pi- pictures oh, it's from picture. okay, uh, okay, okay. episode three. Episode three. Oh, I mean, yeah. Oh, and the uh, hard, college girls, the uh, sex lives of college girls route there with that storyline, which go. was not popular with that fan base, from my understanding. Yeah, I, I well, finally, when when I was in university. My did you sleep friend. with your professor Ash? Was it with your friend? Was it your friend Ash? Really? I'm just you know what? Let me shut up. <laughs> no, my my best my best friend, who's a psychiatrist now, her and I both had things with some of our professors. Oh, okay. Um, I thought you were gonna say your friend had a thing with their professor. That's what I did say. <laughs> And wait, me. wait! I thought you just said you had a thing with your professor. Did I miss yeah. you? Yeah, and she, uh, my friend did too. Oh, okay, She's okay. straight though. Um, and okay. my my professor was also called Ash. <laughs> oh, Ash! Yeah. Wait, I've always wanted this to happen. In like, um, this is like weird though because it's not right if it was your professor. But sorry, <laughs> on a separate professor. Okay. <laughs> Is, I mean, I guess it's, yeah. I, mean, I wrote an entire book where this is the plot. So, I mean, I'm going to shut the hell up. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. should we promote your book? Um, I mean, if you guys want to buy it's called, it's, it's a ridiculous book. It's so ridiculous. It's called It's Complicated. It's so Ooh, ridiculous. But that's what it's about. Get it. it's literally yeah. about a, a professor having an affair with a student in the most ridiculous way you can imagine. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So okay, feel free get it. to buy it. I'm going to get it. There's and also you know who, a movie who um who also went went to our university. I've told you this happened before. Moist Critical, Charlie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And who? Catherine McBloom went to went to uh, high school too. Who's Catherine McBloom? McBroom. She's from that Ace family. She's oh really oh, the, the wife. Yeah, the Ace family. Yeah, oh, I'm totally lost ah. here. She was at my sister's yeah. Hmm. Okay, okay, let's move on from the that, kids that you're here. On YouTube, that, that you're on YouTube a healthy amount, Amanda. That's what that means. <laughs> <laughs> no, I need to know all this drama and all the stuff. Uh, okay. <laughs> let's, uh, I want to see what you two think of our person who is next on the list. Bet. They what? Bet. Bet, at bet, number bet. eight. Are you... Bet, bet, bet. Joe, I would say I swear with uh, there, but I don't want to get you too much. The chat is going to go nuts. Like the farther, the the higher we go on this list, like people are going to lose their minds. Are you joking me? What the? Um, let's see. What does the author say? Bet could literally eat a human's face off and throw the skin and blood at me while calling me an ugly loser, and I'd still love her. She's bet, but also she was a bee to crayon. Oh, here we go. I was like Who's confused. Crayon? It's her Carrie joke she's bringing back. Oh, sorry. Oh, that was poorly executed. Because I'm like, who the hell is Crayon? 
Um, yeah, it seems like that's the only negative. I guess Bet is number eight because she's mean to Carrie. That's what this well, author you don't is even like. <laughs> right. Okay, I have a new theory. A human did not write this. This was, <laughs> it was AI. Yep. By like AI or AI like generated. That they just fed it a load of like lesbian culture. Don't you think the AI would make better jokes? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's insulting to AI. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they can make like artistic masterpieces. Um, it's interesting well, that the so author. Said she was also a bitch to Gigi. Is that the reason yeah. they would put her? I don't. Okay. The thing is. Like, Bet was never going to marry Gigi. And I feel like that was very clear. Like, it wasn't like, like, we knew what that, like, we knew what was up with Bet and Gigi. I, I, I don't know. That wasn't going to work. Yeah. Like, I don't think that that was. It was fun. fun, fun. Yeah. Like, I feel like that was clear, though. So. Do you, I don't know. She was, I do remember in the season when they were, like, together, getting together, that people did think that she was kind of rude to Gigi. And I do remember like agreeing with that. Like, oh wow. Yeah, yeah, no, she was. Recognizing she was the bet, though. <laughs> do what, like, Evelyn? Bet is kind of rude to every like that's bet. Like I feel like she was just being herself. It just came out of nowhere though too. Like they were like having that super hot kitchen island scene in episode four. And then by episode six, she was just like Well she was done. She was like I mean, this week, this this was fun. I I don't I don't I don't understand. I don't see the problem. I guess I don't know. I I think if it wasn't Gigi, I don't even know if anybody would have noticed. And nobody would have noticed. Not at all. Don't you touch a hair on my precious Gigi's head. I mean, oh, look, I love Gigi, but I mean, you know, girl. I mean, you need to know what's up. You, I mean, if you messing around with Bet Porter, you you already know what's up. Like. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what else to tell you. She should have done her research. I love you, sweetie, but you know it's bet. <laughs> Bet's gonna bet, and you can bet on that. I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry for that pun. No, no, I, I got, I got too much. I it was too full of myself. <laughs> Bet's gonna bet, and you can bet on that. Uh, you got carried away. Oh! You know what? <laughs> I'm logging off. Good night. I'm logging off. I'm leaving. Elbow fun. I can't. Uh, let's see I'm doing the Michael Scott thing I'm trying to think of one <laughs> Danny she was temporary she was she was oh for bet for certainly certainly for bet uh, okay I think we can all agree this is insane that bet is this low on the list um, yeah throw the whole list crazy. away yeah. I mean so yeah, much of the show is bet order yeah. 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 Okay, let's let's barrel through this. I some people I kind of already spoiled a few seconds ago. Number seven, we have Shane. Who the fuck's on the rest of the list? You y'all are gonna lose it when they when you see who this art uh, author put at the top of the list. It's like pretty crazy. Oh, I already know. I have a guess. I, I mean, know. like, think of who's left. <laughs> um, Shane at seven. Let's see. Uh, the author says Shane is there for everyone and mostly just says nothing and gives people money, which I like about her. I do wish Shane would change her hair. Um, I don't know who John Varvatos is, so I don't get that line uh, that the author just wrote. Anyways, it says Shane is Shane and that's good with me. Uh, 
it, I, I kind of understand where she's coming from because like Shane hasn't really had a storyline since season one, um, which I still don't know why we didn't get to like see Shane and Kiara and like have that be her storyline. And instead it was like invisible Kiara. And anyways, um, I just don't know what to do with Shane. I think they just, I think they're just, they don't know what to no, do with they Shane. Don't. They really yeah. don't. That's all. I'm neutral about Shane just because of everything you just said. Like I'm, 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 I'm pretty, I'm neutral on Shane, same. you know, eh. you know, she's fine. I, I, yeah. I, I, it's the same thing for me. Like they just, they've done nothing with her. Like they, they literally tried to do the poker thing, which did was... they try though? <laughs> no, or did no, they introduce I mean, it and then never come back to it? Drop they the had the idea and then they like put it in at, at the first episode and then they like well in episode two they were like oh yeah and then and then they just dropped it and went nowhere why didn't they show us shane if if shane if they didn't know what to do with shane why not just show us shane and tess falling for each other yeah that was also i don't know like it's this it's the same thing as always it's like have an idea but then not they they can't execute it like it's just they have the idea they put it in there and it's just there's nothing built around it like it's just like dropping a i don't know skyscraper in the middle of the desert like like the cherry jaffy thing it yeah, just was just, oh. <laughs> it's yeah it's really really frustrating what what ash said <laughs> Will Shane cheat on Tess this season? And that will be what they do with Shane going forward. Like more of the old. I mean, I feel, I, I just, I feel like if they do that, it will just be so cliche. But we know, we know that Sherry Jaff is coming back. Uh, how many, we don't know how many episodes. Will it be just something super cliche like that? I, I she gets a drink thrown in her face. Yeah, the, I don't think that anyone who's together in season two will be together in season three. <laughs> and that mm. episode where Tess throws the drink is episode four because they're mm. like the Halloween one. So, and then we see Tess and and like her mom, and then also it looks like Finley is like going to stay with them or something and. There was something going on there. Um, So it'll be it'll be interesting because, well, I'm not going to go that far. Actually, we'll see what happens because Tess and like Dana's and Shane. Like, I wonder what would happen there if if Shane and Tess broke up. Like, oh, maybe that'll be the storyline with the bar. Yeah, yeah. Um, I agree with the chat, y'all. Shane uh, is looking hot in season three, which I think is like part of what she's supposed, to, her character is supposed to function as, is like the hotness thing. So uh, I hope she gets more. But yeah, do you do you like and this is this is like a weird a weird question for both of you? But when when you used to watch the OG, maybe even put it this way, like were you did you think like oh Shane's like the hottest or like love shane i like well, she's not my oh no go ahead Evelyn. <laughs> uh i mean shane's just not my type in general so i never thought shane was hot 
not that she's not a beautiful, attractive woman. She's just not what I like. So can we get I your type, thought. Evelyn? Can we get an exclusive here? Who's, who's my type? Yeah. Um, well, I love Alice. I told you. Alice oh, that's your favorite. type. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know if Alice is my type, but I I, I enjoy Alice. You're into Alice. Yeah. Alice. You would you would like ask Alice out? I would absolutely ask Alice out on a date. Absolutely. Ooh, how would Evelyn Barr hit on yeah. Alice? That's what I, I would want. absolutely hit on Alice. I mean, I would hit on all of them. Did um, you slide into her? I mean, I, I mean, yeah, like that's just, it is what it is. Hey, I'm an author. Uh, I'd love to be on your show. <laughs> right. I write ridiculous things. Come on. Um, no, yeah, I'd hit on everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you, Cindy K, for telling me that Varvato says menswear. I'm probably saying that wrong. Oh, Amanda, it sounds like you're underwater. Oh, really? Oh, now it's oh. fixed. Oh, that's weird. Okay. Yeah, it's weird. Okay. Let me know if it happens again. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, again, and you these wasn't are... your mic. <laughs> Maybe it was uh, the uh, audio responding to this horrific list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, this also, I think, is just way too low. Coming in at number six, we've got Ooh. Alice. Boo. Boo. This. Boo. Boo. This does not make me want to scream, lesbian! <laughs> it makes me, uh, sorry, that was for Rosie. <sighs> According to the Ooh. author, she's docking points from Alice because, for some reason, she loves Sophie and Finn. Oh, this goes back to the author's hate of Sophie and Finn. So silly. That's such a stupid reason to not to to put her there because she's friends with so girl, go home. And I don't even remember yeah. her being like, oh my god, you two have to get together. I mean, maybe because she didn't shun them, maybe that's what they mean. Oh probably. Because she showed up to Finley's uh situation intervention. So maybe that's why. But like she's their boss. Well, she's Sophie's boss now. She all oh Finn does not work there anymore, right? Didn't she get? Didn't she start? Oh, did she, she got doing like, oh. something else. There's remember she left because um, she was teaching soccer or something. I don't know. No, when Sophie so, like Alice brought her back, but then Sophie was like, you know, oh she broke up my wedding, and and then Finley was like, oh I'll teach the replacement guy to make yeah. coffee and blah blah go. Yeah, she was she was still working at she's still working at Dana's in the in the third season at the beginning at least anyway. I'm putting up a poll about Alice because this is just insane to me. Yeah. Oh my my friend Celine said the person who wrote who watched ugh, the person who wrote this list watched the show with their eyes closed. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> what is Kiss Mary of Oh, is that Oh yeah, Kiss Mary Kill. Is that is that oh. like is that like fuck Mary Kill? Is kill? That yeah. Just like yeah. okay. Why do you want to do that with the L word? <laughs> um, somebody was saying they're like somebody's they're playing it in the chat, and I'm like, I was at first I didn't know what that meant. Um, okay, who would y'all kiss Mary Kill out of this list or out of all of Gen Q? Well, um, controversial question. Jesus. Well, I'd marry Alice. Uh, <laughs> Not a surprise. Um, you have to. Is one of them kill? What are the things again? I'm sorry. Yeah, um, it's actually traditionally yeah, hook up, marry, or uh, end. <laughs> okay. I would kill Danny. 
right in there, Evelyn. <laughs> so excited. <laughs> Didn't even say who she wants to hook up with. Wants to kill um, Tony. Hook up. Gigi. Come on. That's pretty on. good. The hook up and the marry. What about you, Ash? Um, I would probably kill Sophie. Um, she's my probably my least favorite character, and oh, it's but see, it's between G Gigi and Bet. I get, I guess, I would marry Gigi and then fuck Bet because Gigi's that's probably solid. That's better, solid. yeah, wife. That's a terrible <laughs> wife. We know that. <laughs> yeah, you. I mean, apparently Gigi is too, though. So I mean, I don't know. They're okay. both cheaters. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, if I got to marry one of them, they can cheat on me. It's fine. Oh, yeah, I would. Actually, Ash. No, I would be. I would get with Gigi even if I knew like she was gonna cheat on me. That's how hot. Like Gigi you would is. date her even if you knew she was gonna cheat on you. Yeah, I yes. would. I would get my heart broken, <laughs> and I'd so, be like, "That's so toxic. Take my heart." You gotta, you gotta love yourself. Toxic <laughs> lesbian. You need to love yourself, Amanda. Um, <laughs> Hope my wife isn't watching this. Uh, Amanda's the one with the hot wife, and a, <laughs> we're right. the two idiots. This is an alternate wife. universe where I'm not married. Oh, uh, okay. Where, where you know, well, you know, Kaylani's in those DMs anyway. So, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, and oh, I yeah. just, I haven't forgotten. I haven't listen, forgotten. I do have yeah. an announcement to make. Um, is, it, is it Kaylani related? It is Kaylani related. Is she in and, the DMs? I mean, you could tell me. It's fine. I don't care. Y'all, she unfollowed me. <laughs> What? Oh no! I cried. Oh, I cried. My heart was it because out. of me? Was it I, it was me? Evelyn. It's your fault. I, I was trying to. You know, no, she I'm heard sorry. that I was bragging about sorry. it, and then she went, oh. "Nope, unfollow." I feel bad now. Like I didn't really want her to unfollow you. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sorry. sure her like manager like uses one of those apps that follows and unfollows people. Uh, but my heart did get broken, Kalani. Yeah. Are you sure she didn't leave Twitter because you know Twitter is twittering right now? Uh, no, she's. It was Instagram, and she very much is still on Instagram. Oh, 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 oh! Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So a little. Well, we'll if you need anything, I'm here, Amanda. If you need to talk, or you know, just <laughs> thank you, thank you, Evelyn. <laughs> it was. It was just like the whiplash of like, oh, yeah. she loves me. No, oh. I know how it is. Just. I know how it is. I mean, I don't know, but I can imagine. <laughs> it was the, the funniest bit of the whole thing was though, like, Amanda didn't know. I texted her and was like, oh That's my God, funny. Kaylani follows you. <laughs> but Rosie, I love you for cooler. saying that. <laughs> you did, Ash did tell me. And then I was like, it, I, I, I immediately told everybody who would listen, like, no, as you should, I, of course, yeah. That's it what was you like one do. of the greatest days of my life. And then we did the live. What was that? Like a couple of weeks ago, and again bragging about, oh, she probably had already unfollowed me at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just out here, like, oh yeah, Kaylani loves me. Oh, she follows did me. Did you take like, a screenshot first? I think I did actually. Okay. So, well, I, you I, always have that screenshot, so it yeah. happened. Yeah, it yeah. happened. Ash is my witness. That's why we're right. still friends, Ash. So you can tell oh. people I was once followed by Kaylani. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, moving up the list here. Um, this one surprised me. We have 
Maribel as number five. Uh, again, anybody watching, this list is worst to best. Um, and so at the fifth best character is Maribel. Um, wow, this author really hates Sophie if you read the text. I feel bad for Maribel because she's related to Sophie. Jesus. Um, but overall, Maribel is one of my favorites. She's funny, blunt, and being friendly with mostly lesbians is hard work. What? Kudos to her. A uh, little uh, self-deprecating humor from the lesbian author there. What are we thinking? I mean, I, I feel want like to know the, the robot that wrote this. <laughs> I, I feel like Maribel had a similar situation in season two that Sophie and Finley did. I feel like they kind of assassinated her character a little bit because she was she was she was she was fucking mean to Finley. Like yeah. she was she was very, very mean to Finley. And it made me like her less. Um, so but I loved her before. So I don't know. I'm I I don't know. And also I wish she was gay. No shade to Micah. So sorry. I'm no, so... Evelyn. No worries. My bad. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. Would she be more likable if she was gay? For sure. Oh, a hundred percent. Oh, this is the L word. Um, yeah. I felt like the they just put her and Micah Micah together with like zero consideration for their chemistry or anything like that. Um Yeah, I totally agree. I agree too. I don't I love her and Micah. I mean, they're fine. Like, they're fine. But I can't help but wanting her to be gay because, you know, I, I, I'd be gay. <laughs> um, I mean, like, like no. there's, no there's no real reason for me not wanting. Like, there's none. But I'm just, you know, I'm just being honest. Yeah. My favorite thing about Maribel's character is... I do like seeing Sophie's family when they're all together. I think those are yeah. fun scenes and we yeah. lack so many of those dynamic scenes um, that are like high energy. Um, and, and so I would like to see more of that, but I think we're, we're going to get a lot more of Micah and Maribel. Yeah. So my, my thing with, with her is I one I think that season two, they tried to like, make her like a test like okay she's not main like listed lead cast but they put her in it quite a lot and I think it just wasn't ne necessary like that time got taken up just for no no reason like they she didn't really have a storyline outside of Micah but my main grievance with Maribel the character Micah the character and them together is the fact that like I'm really really sorry but like this is a show for women whether it be lesbians or bi women or whatever and we can get like you know like they just put them together to to be like oh this is diff you know different for the show and it's like we can see that on like every other show and I do think it's it's good for the representation that they have, like, as well, because it's not, like, a boring, straight, white couple. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, it is a straight, and, you know, this just, I'm just tired. <laughs> yeah, Virginia's going to riot if Mike was number one. <clears throat> people are saying, uh, some Tom's people in the chat were wondering if, uh, they were wondering if Tom is number one. <laughs> like, don't, don't. 
don't worry because the black people did not make this list. They oh. they don't exist. The the black people on Gen Q um, don't exist. So don't worry about that. I honestly myself uh, forgot about Tom, but yeah, Tom could have made the list too. Like Pippa, Tom, both left off. Um, you know, Pippa I definitely, definitely should have should have been on it. Like, let's do know. right now. Where would you two put Pippa on the list? Pippa. If this list wasn't made by a raging psycho. The the problem with Pippa is I did like her character, and it's just because I like Vanessa Williams, and she's just she's damn good. Um, but like as a character, we didn't really get much of Pippa. Like you know what I mean? Like like she's another character defined by her relationship to another character. Um, bet, and so it's kind of like she was cool what we got of her, but I just feel like I'm neutral on her because we didn't, you know. I mean, we didn't, we didn't really get too did. much. Yeah. I think they did the the same thing they do a lot of the time where in kind of like everyone said like that she's defined by the relationship and they're they like were working backwards where they had bet you know say all those things like oh I want someone who has like a job you know this and that and even though that scene kind of doesn't make doesn't make sense now because Bet thinks she wants like someone who has a career and her work's important and all this stuff. But Alice and Shane were the ones who actually spoke the truth and were like, "No, that's not what you want. That's what you think you want." But I feel like Bet when- wants what she can't have. That's what Bet wants. Yeah, <laughs> that's what Bet wants. If you're unavailable to Bet, Bet wants you. Yep. Like, sorry, so this I'm is so one love interest. Well, I don't know if that that was a real love interest, but. Her married um she probably only wanted pippa because pippa does like no right pippa initially was like, 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 no, was like that shit is hot that's probably why she didn't want Gigi. she was like oh that's too easy i'm so sorry i'm so pippa sorry was like, Wait, i think this is know, living, living like secluded so she probably right like, she's like oh this is gonna be a challenge so would y'all put pippa in the middle somewhere in the middle since she hasn't been written very well and given very many yeah, of her own I'm yeah, yeah I, I mean, this list is just like a fucking mess. So yeah. it makes no sense to me. <laughs> yeah, that people being. were asking where I got this from. And I was actually talking to Evelyn earlier about like how in my fantasy, I had imagined bringing the fan base together to create our own ranking. Oh, and yeah. that was just so much work for me to conceive of how to do that. I think I still want to do that in the future going forward. And I was even talking to Evelyn about like maybe having like you and Ash, you as well, like maybe try to come up with your own list and then weighing that against a, a percentage uh, of the vote or whatever. Um, but anyways, for now, this is like the the ranking that I found and it is horrific. Everybody's not wrong. But it's fun. I'll say that much. Yeah. It's yeah, terrible, so. but it's really fun to talk about. So, <laughs> you know. Uh, okay. Speaking of the list, we have our, we're getting close to the top uh, uh -oh. to the author's uh, opinion of the best characters. And we're in the top five, right? Yeah. We're at number four. Gigi. I think this is too low, even for me. If we're just saying for all of Gen Q, I think Gigi should be top three. I mean, Maybe I'm overhyping with all the other fans, the hotness, and the, the. I just, I, I don't know. What do you two think? Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like 
can see Gigi. I think actually, I don't think four is bad for Gigi because she really isn't. Like we saw more of her in season two, but she's still kind of a not quite main character. You know what I mean? So like she's just kind of bouncing around from person to person. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I feel like four is probably fine. I, I think four is because four is respectable. Like that's the top five, you know? I don't know. I thought she should have been top three. Blasphemy. Gigi, Gigi needs to be like number one. Okay. I'm <laughs> one or two. Well, <laughs> I would put that. Probably one of I bet Alice and Gigi would be my three top three, but she's I, still not quite a main main character. I don't know. I guess I I do I do see her as as like a main. You think so? Because yeah. she was barely in season one, right? And then in season two, she was in it more. But like, how much of Gigi did we see that wasn't her fucking bed or her fucking Danny? That's why I need to I don't know. I mean, like, I look, don't get me wrong. I like Gigi. I just don't know if she's in it enough to be like top three. I think the fact that you that she isn't really a main character, and you're probably right screen time wise, but like she still literally is the favorite for like 90% of the fan base. I think that says something about her character. And yes, you're right. It's like the sex scenes and stuff, but for me, I'm not really thinking of those, you know, adult scenes. I'm thinking of her pounding on the front door and nailing the ring to the door and her chewing the gum in the car and making her jokes and all of that. And, you know, how she was like kind of a, a BA with Danny towards the end of last season. That's how I'm seeing Gigi. I, I mean, I, I totally agree because yes, like, I, I mean, I, when I'm joking and like saying like, Oh, about, like she's hot and stuff like, of course, like everybody, we all have eyes, we know, but I do just really like the character of Gigi and season one like the second I saw her I was like this is my new favorite character who is she I need to know everything about her and then when because they bumped her up to a lead cast member after the first episode so I was really excited by that and in between the filming for season one and season two that I was like, I want Danny and Gigi together. And I used to call them Diggy instead <laughs> before before the genie. If you go back to season that. between season two and one and two, I have loads of lives and like videos of me like, Diggy needs to be a thing. We need Diggy. <laughs> and I, I just love and then season two when she was in it more. And when Bet and Gigi happened, I my head exploded. But I I think they they really could have done more as well. And I think it is an absolute fucking crime, crime that they are only ha- like she's going to only be in three episodes. That is the future of your show. And I agree. Like that is literally the only chance of having a future of the show and having a season past three because Bet and Tina, that's that's it. Alice and Shane are great and could ha- and can leave the show then, but they need Gigi. With without Gigi, I just think so many people are are gonna tune out and, and it's gonna also piss people off that Gigi is gone after three episodes. Because I mean, I saw it like in season one, hardly anyone was talking about her. Some of my um, 
like Vicky and like subscribers who I know love Gigi are in the chat. And it was a really, really tiny group of us that that loved Gigi. And then season two, it was like fucking everybody loved Gigi. So I think people are going to be. Well, I put a poll up, uh, viewers. So make sure you vote in that. Should Gigi be in the top three in the list? Uh, or is it right to keep her outside the top three? Um, Evelyn, you're not as high on Gigi, right? No, uh, I like Gigi. I, I, I just, I think, I just think four is fine for her. Like, I'm like, yeah, that's that's that sounds about right. You know what I mean? Like, I, I love Gigi too. Um, but I, I mean, I feel like four is fine. You know, well, like I don't, you know, I don't, I don't. I, she's, she's obviously not my number one, which is why I'm just like, no, that's fine. You know. Per what Ash was saying, do you think the show is going to lose its spark when she's like not she's only in, as Ash said, four episodes? Or did you say three? Three. three. Wow. Three. Yeah. What, what do you think of that? I mean, I think the show lost its spark in season two, if I'm being honest. So, I mean, there's nothing for it to lose in my eyes. So, Evelyn, I mean, harsh know, but fair. I mean, I, I mean, I've, I've, I, it'll, it'll be fine, I guess. <laughs> fine what 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 are I mean, things to shoot for fine that's I what mean, they want yeah it'll be fine i don't know i don't know um okay people are gonna go pretty crazy at the next person on the list uh coming so in we're in the top three right we are in the top okay. three this is top the author's uh, opinion of the best character the third best character on the whole show and uh it's micah uh, the author says, sweet Micah, an angel living in this garbage earth, the patience of this man, the tolerance, the compassion. He is a saint. I want to be friends with Micah. Love that guy. So this Micah wrote the list? Is that, <laughs> is that what happened? Is, we, okay, Micah wrote the list. Okay, that makes no sense. Evelyn figured it out. I figured it out. I figured it out. <laughs> um... You know, I thought season one, Micah was like pretty compelling. I liked the stuff with Jose. I love the scene with his mom. If 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 viewers, if you can't tell, I love family dynamics uh, in the show, um, which is why it's like so painful about what they did to Kit. But um, <laughs> three, number three for Micah. I think this this person well this robot that wrote this list just wants attention or something you know like those people who are like I'm so edgy I like the weird characters like I feel like that is probably going on here but I just don't know how you can put a character who well one last season he wasn't in one one episode and nobody really even noticed. And the finale, the only scene he was in was the group scene for Finley's intervention and barely said anything because I, there just is no... Like, what do you know about Micah? Like, um, what a coincidence what, that he happens to be the person who helped Angie. I remember thinking that. What's his storyline? What what's happened? What's going on? Like all in in season one, he was a, a professor, and then that was in the, the oh really first episode, and then they wanted to make it him some connection to so they basically like 
changed his job and made him a therapist and then put him in with Nat and then put him in with Bet and all that stuff. And th- he has this relationship with Maribel that we barely have seen anything and even the little bit where they are speaking in Spanish and Maribel's like, oh, I'm going to go. Or uh, the mum's like, have you told him about San Francisco? And she's like, no, but like lots of people, if you don't speak Spanish, you didn't get that. And uh, there's just, uh, and, and honestly, like outside of people who I really think are like, you know, those people that like want to try and be like edgy or whatever. I've never, and I know a lot of people who talk about the L word. Like my channel is pretty much exclusively people talking about the L word. And I never, ever, ever have anybody saying like, I wonder what's going on with Micah. I wonder what Micah's storyline is. So I just don't know how you can put a character. Like, I don't like dislike him or anything. And I just don't, like, there's nothing going on with him to like or dislike. So I mean, we've had men characters before that we enjoy that weren't like, I don't know. Um, I guess I guess he's supposed to be a lead, and we don't we don't we didn't have many leads lead males characters. Yeah, most of them are like a season two, like Tim and Creeper Angus. Yeah, yeah. Um, Evelyn, where does Micah belong on this list? Um. I mean, I'm neutral about Micah, you know, I mean. <laughs> neutral on Micah too? I mean, he's fine. I, I mean, like, I don't, I mean, Micah doesn't bother me, you know. I mean, he's fine. I mean, like, I don't think he should be number three, obviously. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, like, I'm, you know, I'm neutral about Micah. Like, he's, you know, I don't hate him. I don't love him. You know, he's just there. He's fine. I don't understand his character at all. Um, I don't know if they understand his character. Um, and what did you, I did like, I, it was interesting that they sent him on a date with his coworker or his boss. I can't remember who it was. I actually liked that. Mm-hmm. I liked that too. But then they immediately were like, no, Netflix yeah. and chill with Maribel. Um, that felt like filler. The that, date. That, that thing with his boss felt like they needed something. Hmm. That felt like so pointless. I think they had the guest star, and then mm-hmm. they were like, "They're like, oh, we got, oh, we got to use her. We got her, so let's write her in." Uh, no shade to MJ. That was MJ, right? Um, Rodriguez was that who that was? Uh, no, no, oh, no. Shade. Uh, was who it? Was that? Oh, hang on, I, I can't remember. But like, no shade to her. But like, you know, life. obviously, if you have a name, you want to use them. But like, it just felt very filler. Like, because I'm like, well, why did we do that? I thought we were going to start something new, and we. I think it was. MJ Rodriguez, but maybe I'm wrong, Ash. Oh, it just doesn't sound. I I, I can't remember, and I'm I'm just uh, checking now on my notes, but mm-hmm. uh, I can't remember off the top. Of my yeah, head. I mean, you know, it, it probably is right. Yeah, but um, I think realistically, he should be towards the bottom. Um, yeah. But I don't dislike him. I I see right. what you're saying. I, I yeah. liked him a lot more in season one. Well, he had the Jose thing. That was you know that was interesting. I don't. I don't know that he's as interesting in season two, and I mean maybe because he's just not in it as much. I don't know. He also seemed like um, so sad. Like for somebody who's supposed to be falling in love over season two, he seemed like he was always kind of like down, like sourpuss a little. Mm. Maybe he was just a sad boy. I don't know. 
You're just a little mopey. Just a little mopey. It's okay. Some people are sad. Um. Oh, somebody's mentioning the love and basketball reference. You didn't. You weren't a fan of that one, Haley. Wait, what happened? Oh, Micah and Maribel reference love and basketball. Um, oh, ISIS King. Not, vaguely it, I didn't want to. I didn't want to say it wrong, but that's what I had in my head. Um, it is oh. ISIS King. Yeah. Okay. okay, ISIS King. Okay. Okay, so I think we can all agree Micah doesn't belong at the third spot, but also we're all kind of like, eh. Um, let's get to number two. God, I don't want to see it. <laughs> oh, this, no. I, okay, I'm okay with two. I'm okay. still shocked by this. I have Wait, not you're been okay with what? Tess being two? Well, no, no, no. I'm, oh, I, oh. I like Tess, but not oh. no way two. No way two. I was like, how? Uh, the, the author says, here's how. Um, uh -oh. Tess uh -oh. is the best. And that's that <laughs> on that. I'm telling you, this robot thinks it's edgy. <laughs> so I, no actual reason, though. Just they yeah. just They're just like, Tess is the best. It's a robot. It doesn't have feelings. <laughs> You're right. You're right. People are starting to figure out uh, who number one might be. Uh, so with Tess, I feel like the, I've been basement. I've been screaming this since season one that Jamie Clayton is underutilized. Uh, yeah, because I love her in Sensate, and I know completely different characters, but uh, Tess she was I in Hellraiser too. Completely different character. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't catch but, Hellraiser. I liked her in Hellraiser. People are you know they don't like it because you know it's a reboot, but it was I. <laughs> she did a good job, I think. Okay. She was like a cute um, pinhead. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I think so much was lost in them just shoving Tess and Shane together and not showing us the development. Mm -hmm. I feel like Tess is another character. She's in the show more than some of the other characters we talked about. But to me, Tess is also another a character that is more defined by her relationships to the other characters. Like when we first met her, she was like the cheated on girlfriend and then she was like Shane's business buddy and then she was like Finley's mentor and now she's Shane's girlfriend and like everything mm -hmm. and then the things that are actually about her aren't really exposed like they're kind of mysterious like her mom in Vegas or wherever Santa Barbara I don't know but like it she's not it's like they're trying to make Tess a fully formed character but they're just not quite they're they're not quite there yet with Tess, I think. Yeah. And I like Tess, I really do. But I just I wouldn't put her at number two. Yeah, I was surprised they didn't have and I think they're maybe they'll do this more with ha possibly having Finley live with them. I'm surprised we didn't get more of Tess like mentoring Finley and and that side of of them both being alcoholics. Um I guess they did show it, but but it was mostly like them hooking up. <laughs> Like, yeah. Um, I never, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, go, go, go. I was going to say, I never quite understood why Tess went from, I'm not going to date my boss to actually I'm in love with Shane and Shane's in love with me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How did and we And it was there? like super quick. Like a night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Um, Kelly's right. Uh, bringing her mom, if that's what you're saying, Kelly, I, I think showing us Tessa's mom, if that's going to continue to be a, a plot line would help like ground that plot line for me. So I can at least, at least picture her when like they're talking about her. I feel and like also just her more of a personality something. of her own. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like she's like the, like she's, she, she kind of goes from being like the wise sage, you know what I mean? Like she's meant to, even with Shane, she's kind of like a sage with Shane and kind of like guiding her. And like, that seems to be her character, which is fine, but it's like, you know, anything else? Yeah. I don't know where to help other people. I mean, if that's, you know, what is her personality? Yeah. Is she, um, funny? Is she kind of, uh, you know, uh, in, in um uh, i can't think of the word i'm trying to say I, I to your point yeah i don't really know much about her personality yeah that's why like i i hope with the mom coming because pretty much no one on the show like some of these i know there was a break in between but some of these characters have been on tv for 20 years like and there's no backstory no nothing so hopefully that gives us something more because like you said we really don't know anything about Tess and I have just I just feel as though she she like you said exists for the relationship of Shane and Mm -hmm. as an extension and I'm gonna be that person right now and say when I was on the set for our work, the Same. person who brought me around uh, Dana's and everything was Jamie Clayton. And honestly, she is the nicest fucking person. And they are so, uh, like, I was so surprised when I met her. Not that I thought, like, she was going to be not nice or anything, but she is unbelievable. Like, she has such an amazing personality. Like, she is so, oh my God, you're here. And like, she she was just like a total show woman, like showing me around the place. And she was so friendly and like, just, I, I feel as though Tess is like this meek, quiet person. And it's like, why not tap into a bit of the personality of the person who's playing her and seems like an awesome person because they're obviously struggling to mm-hmm. give Tess personality and like mm-hmm. define her outside of her relationship. And it, it, it's like right there. Yeah. As per Becky's point in the chat, uh, and I, this has been brought up since last season when everybody was like, what was that? Um, are there too many characters to develop yes. all of them? Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Way, 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 like, I just don't understand why there needed to, when you already had, like, these great characters from the OG that you knew worked already. Like, if you're going in to, to a new show and being like, okay, I gotta give them, like, 10 characters because maybe only people will, you know, relate or connect with, with five of them but you already have these amazing ones. So why not pick a few extra ones like Gigi and like, and and really get those other ones to work and kind of build them in to Bet, Shane, Alice, Tina, et world instead of just, I don't know what, like 
I don't even think if you ask them, what is the goal? Like, what was the goal when you started the show? What was the goal of introducing these people? I think that they were just like, well, we just, you know, threw a bunch of stuff at the wall and we're like, oh, this is sticking. Let's go with that, you know? It... <sighs> yeah, the Elon Musk approach. Just oh, see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think, I wonder if they just wanted young, hot people and just like a lot of younger, hotter people. And that's like, as you said, kind of where they stopped <laughs> with the planning. Yeah. Because even, like, I mean, I'm just going all out here, but, like, even some of, like, the acting and stuff, I'm like, what? Like, what was the Because you have you have such juggernauts like the Jennifer Beals and people on the show, so it highlights the underperformance even more of some other people. So I, I really, it, it... That is a really good point. That's a nice way to say some somebody's sure and can't act that is a very nice way of saying that ash is that i'm sorry was that you gotta dress <laughs> these things up <laughs> <laughs> like that was a beautifully that was beautifully uh structured um okay i think it's time for us to reveal number one and no it's not sherry jaffe <laughs> i'll go ahead and spoil nothing that. would shock me with this list amanda <laughs> Uh, let's see, let's drum roll it. And at the top of our list, this author has made, and people in the chat were saying, who is this? Is this a man? The author self-identified as a lesbian, so supposedly not, but we all know it's AI. So, uh, number one, <laughs> the most awesomest character, Danny. And the author would die for Danny. Uh, anything for Danny. Anything for Danny, I said. That's like it for explanations. I'm, I'm sure that's nothing to do with how they how they feel when they look at Danny. So, <laughs> um, Danny, 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 Danny. Where does Danny belong on this list? Is this crazy? Is it that crazy to have Danny as the the best character in Gen Q? When was this list written? This must have been season. No, no, it had to be after. It was season after two, season. Sorry. Two. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. Um, let me see here. Maybe they were on a Danny Gigi. High. This was October second, so it's been a while uh, of last year. But it was. It was after. So it'll be that'll be when episode eight, after episode eight aired. Okay. So they hadn't seen nine and ten. So glad you're on the stream, Ash. <laughs> <laughs> brain is full of useless information <laughs> like that <laughs> so yeah I mean I guess like that is right when like the Danny and Gigi stuff had just happened like they they just had them get together in episode seven and then this their first sex scene is episode eight so I guess that is like peak Danny and Gigi but I I wouldn't even put Danny because it's it's and I'm I'm saying this in the I love Bettina and Danny and Gigi across the board, okay? But if you hold a hundred Bettina fans and a hundred Danny and Gigi fans, it's normally Bet and Gigi that drive the most people's. I know that there's you know a lot of people who really love Tina and everything. But if you pulled the general fandoms of those two things, so 
I am surprised that it's Danny over Gigi in that spot, but yeah, I think Danny should be below Gigi, no doubt. Yeah, I probably Evelyn? wouldn't put Danny in the in the top. No, I definitely wouldn't put Danny in the top five, but like I would put Gigi. So, Evelyn, where where do you think Danny belongs? Oh, she belongs underneath the list. I don't like Danny. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, like, it's just a personal Danny. thing. Like it's not, it's just, it's me personally. I do not like Danny. So <laughs> she should be at the very bottom um, below everyone. But why, why did the Danny hate Evelyn? As- Danny, I feel like she's, she's so intense and she's like a 10 on the intensity scale and everything is like a fire. I feel like she's just, I feel like she attacks everything with the exact same level of emotion, mm-hmm. which is very high. And like, she just seems exhausting. Like, I feel like spending any amount of time with Danny would feel like I just like ran like five miles. Like, she's just an exhausting personality. It's like, I feel like she needs to meditate or like, you know, do yoga or something like I'm just like she's just so fucking intense and it's like and it's just and it's not in like a sexy way for me anyway I don't find her intensity sexy I just find it like annoying yeah she's very dry that's what uh San- mm-hmm. Sandia is saying in the chat uh, okay oh. you explained it no like yeah I just I just personally personally I just find her unpleasant so that's all <laughs> I can't even be attracted to her because I don't like her personality oh yeah. That's, wow. That's I don't. Yeah, I, I can't even look at her and be like she's hot. Nah. Wait, come on. He does nothing for me. Danny come on. I don't Danny believe does you. Nothing for me. Physically. I do not believe you. She does nothing for me. <laughs> I mean, I can look at her and be like she's incredibly attractive. Like I can look at her. I have you know, like I'm not. Yeah, I can be like, wow, <laughs> she's a very attractive woman. Am I personally attracted to her? Not even a little bit. So Danny comes up to you in real life and is like, come on, Evelyn, let me take you out. With well, first of all, she wouldn't do it that way because she's Danny. She would be on pen. All right. And I, 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 I just, I, I, no, no, no. The answer is no. God damn it. Sorry. I don't Rosie like Danny. Agrees. Sorry. Um, well, that's the list. <laughs> Please don't hate me for it. <laughs> Well, you didn't write the list. It's fine. I did. Yeah, find the robot it. did. I did amplify it a bit. <laughs> Honestly, what was the biggest travesty on the list? We think like Danny what was number one? Oh, okay. Ash, what do you think? I, I, I mean, I love Gigi. I love all these people, but putting that fucking Porter, the most revered, infamous, famous lesbian the world over like there is like that porter that makes no sense like is the l word that's disgusting sorry (laughs) sorry um that's gross for me it's the carla crayon carly of it all um the author wouldn't even say Carrie's name. I thought that was a pretty big travesty. Gross. Rude. That was annoying. Yeah. That was trying to be cute. Mm. And yes, Mindy, Bet and Alice absolutely should have made top three for me. 
And I, I agree. Think, oh, yeah, know. absolutely. Like, to have bed at eight is just, I might have to change mine, even though I don't, I mean, Danny being one is, but I, I think bed at eight is just how. Yeah. Um, who will be at the top of this list after season three? Uh, if the robot writes it or <laughs> who, sorry who should be at the top of this list after season three based on our predictions or in the trailer oh no, like i mean bet porter like now or even after the og or season one of gen q is is number one but after everyone sees the end of season three like there there she'll be on the straight list like there will be no question <laughs> mm. No question. As long as you like Bet and Bet, right? Because Bet's not the world's most likable. Per I I love Bet because she's Bet. See, okay, see, Bet's intensity. Like Bet knows how to be intense, right? Like Danny could learn something from Bet, right? Like because Bet is a very intense person, but her mm -hmm. intensity is sexy. Like, like Bet can get it. Mm -hmm. Danny can't get it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I know I didn't explain anything. I no, <laughs> I'm with you. I didn't explain anything at all, but just, you know, I know, I know. Bet knows how to be intense in the right way. Could Danny mature a little and, and harness that intensity and become a bet porter? I mean, they Danny could can rock a blazer. Danny could never. <laughs> She's Danny just lost never. for you, Evelyn. I mean, look, she dead to her. look, I'm not saying, look, we could all improve, right? Like, she could definitely improve. Um, but is she going to be another bet? I, I don't see it. You're right. I don't see it happening. There's That's only one bet porter, baby. There's only one bet porter. Only right? one. And that is because she is a lesbian in her own. Sorry, I had to do that for Rosie. <laughs> have to loudly scream lesbian every live stream. I mean, uh, there's no, no one else who could, like, if, if Danny was like, GG and uh, when the bet's like Dana, it it, it oh that's come on crazy. come on like that's anybody crazy. else would look stupid it would right like that's the only one that can scream like that yeah. you know how many like, times just between everybody in this like watching this right now and us three how many times did we all like rewatch that scream that Tina scream like like a million times or something. Oh, we watched it in my video yesterday because I'm doing like all the big Bet and Tina episodes from the past daily uploads until yeah, the show that. comes back. So yesterday I did that one and then I put it against the the one in the trailer. So it's like in that one, she goes, Tina! And then the door slams. <laughs> and then in season three, the door slams and she's like, ah! <laughs> Oh, so great. I, I love, I love yeah. it. I mean, yeah, I love that screaming. Yeah, me too. Oh, yeah. So hot. I'm getting a little worked up here. Little peak hours. Okay. I I do apologize, Little Boots, for bringing this list to your life. But I did have <laughs> a lot of fun discussing it. And thank you to everyone in the chat. Um, do, do you two have any other thoughts on this list or, or on season three? Burn it. <laughs> Burn the list. I'm just going to throw my whole computer, just throw it in the garbage yeah. when I'm done with this. Um, okay. Well, make sure you are subscribed to Ash Silver. I know a lot of you already are, but as Ash said, she's doing these daily uploads with Ben Tina. They're really fun. And also just like getting really hyped for season three. And like, I'm like, get, I'm yeah. on the hype train. I'm on the Ash Silver hype train. I'm loving it. 
like choo-choo. And Evelyn, Evelyn Dar over on her channel is like just making the most amazing, awesome lists. Uh, I saw you did the vampires, best lesbian vampires not too long ago and all kinds of good stuff. Uh, make sure you are subscribed to Evelyn. Again, I know a lot of you probably are, but double check that you are and double check that you have notifications on. Thanks and, so much for having us, Amanda. Yeah, this yeah. is this is this is so much fun. Thanks for coming on and letting us just uh, just absolutely <laughs> crap all over this horrible list. <laughs> yeah, just probably like this might be the worst ranking of characters I've ever stumbled upon. Oh, for sure, for sure, it's pretty awful. awful. <laughs> um thank you everyone uh for coming and for watching if you'd like to support my channel head on over to uh my patreon which is linked in the description also ash and evelyn's channels are linked in the description as well also the article is in the description and i pinned it in the comments on this live so thanks everyone for coming out if you haven't noticed i am not at quite at ash's level but i'm trying to do a few more lives um i'm trying to get one up you know every week so this is going to be a new normal for my channel Yay! All right. Uh, everybody enjoy the rest of your evening. And uh, I'm sure we'll all be back again at some point to talk a word. Of course. Thank you. Thank you, Amanda. Thanks, everyone. Bye, y'all. Bye.